living a blessed life. Not just being blessed, but being a blessing. Amen. Okay, maybe I need to turn back a couple pages and do it again then. So we've been talking about living a blessed life. Amen. And being blessed isn't just about receiving. It's about being blessed to the place that you can be a blessing to somebody else. That you can minister to others and be a blessing. I know some people... I'm sure their hearts are pure uh, when they say it, but they just say, well, I just want enough to pay my bills. Well, I'm going to tell you, I don't just want enough to pay my bills. That's selfish. I want enough to be a blessing to my brother whenever he is out of work that I can make his house payment till he gets back on his feet. Come on, somebody. Amen. I want to be a blessing to other people in times of need. That's what it's all about. God hasn't blessed us so that we can brag about it and say, look at the things, but he has blessed us so we can be a blessing to others. Today, I want to kind of, uh, in that same vein, but on this uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I want us to just think about our giving and in, in how it relates to our praise and our worship. And I want to talk to you this morning about next level praise, next level worship. And I want to look at Psalms 150 in verse number one. Well, we'll just read the whole psalm. Is that all right? Okay. It said, praise the Lord. Just waiting on somebody to do it. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him. In his mighty firmament, praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with the sound of the trumpet, praise him with the lute and the harp, praise him with the timbrel and dance, praise him with the stringed instruments and the flute, praise him with the loud cymbals, praise him with the clanging or clashing cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor. If it looks like they're breathing, say, neighbor, you qualify. (laughs) Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about this next level or giving God a praise, giving him our worship. How, how would you act today if you knew that the next move of God was locked up in your praise? How, how, what kind of praise would you bring God if your answer was in your worship? How would you worship him today if you knew that the answer you were seeking would come through and by the avenue of your praise? Some people say praise and worship is all hype, but I have a A problem, you know, with that because we can go to a ball game, get beer poured all over us from an out-of-control fan, and we can squall like a panther. Amen? And act like we enjoy it. Amen? And so, if it works, how is it that we have two standards, one for the world and another for the church? 
I mean, if you don't have a problem squalling in your living room over a football game, then how is it that the God that saved you brought you out of sin and slavery and put your feet upon a solid and a firm foundation and you can't even give him a hallelujah? You can't even give him a praise? Amen. You see, there's something wrong with it because it is, it is my understanding that many people don't understand praise and worship. They think it's just something that we do at the beginning of the service until we get to the important stuff, the Word of God. You see, if, if your perspective of praise is that and you've been saved for a while, you ought to be ashamed of yourself for being so selfish. Yes, I'll amen myself. Because you see, yes, the Word is important to you. The Word will change you, and it's important for you. But you see, you have to understand that God doesn't receive anything out of the Word. The only thing that God receives anything out of in a worship service is when you will give Him praise. Because you see, He is the Word. There isn't nothing that I can come up with. There isn't a revelation of his word. There isn't a knowledge that will, he'll sit back on his throne and say, hmm, I never thought of it like that before. He is God. He is the word. Amen. And so he doesn't get anything out of the word. But the only thing that he gets anything out of is when we will worship him. When we give him the praise. And so it is selfish for me to come and say all I want is what I can get out of this service without bringing him a gift. Amen. You know, I've went to different countries of the earth and, and I, whenever we would go and, and speak to kings and we would talk to those who were presidents and those in authority, they would tell me, don't dare go to the, see the president without a gift. Don't, take, don't go there and to see the governor without a gift. Because they said it will be uh, degrading to them. They will feel like that you're just there to get. And on every occasion, we would make sure that we took a gift to the governor, took a gift to the president so that we could get a, a leverage or get a place to preach the gospel. And I believe that it's selfish for us to come to the house of God empty-handed. That we will not give him some kind of praise, give him glory, give him honor, and say, God, you really are are worthy of my praise. You're worthy of my worship. You're worthy of my time. And I just come here today to bless you and give you praise. And a secondary consequence or result of my praise, you will inhabit my praise and minister to the needs that I have. Amen. Amen. I want to I want to make a couple of points today. The first point I want to talk about is this praise has a purpose. Your praise is a weapon. We worship because God is worthy of our praise. Amen. We don't worship our worship. We don't praise our praise. We don't clap just because the music is good. Amen. I can praise God without a sound system. 
I can worship the Lord without a band or a worship team. I thank God for the praise team. I thank God for the music, but it ought to just add to our worship. Amen. But before there ever was a tamarind created, before there ever was an instrument that was able to make a sound, David learned how to praise God on the backside of the desert when there was nobody to impress. He created ways to bless the Lord. He created ways to give God the praise. And I want to tell you, he understood that praise had a purpose in his life. Amen. We worship because God is worthy of our praise. Amen. Because he is worthy where I, wherever I am. And I've made a determination. I will bless him however I can. Psalms 18 said, I will love the Lord. O Lord. My strength, my Lord, my rock, and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield, my horn of salvation, my stronghold, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy. Say worthy. Who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The psalmist said that he is worthy of my praise. Worthy in the Hebrew means, means worthy of attention, deserving of respect, suitable for marrying recognition. David said, when I look at the goodness of God and all that he has done in my life, I realize that he deserves my respect. He deserves my attention. I need to give him recognition in my life. Amen. Is there anyone here that when you look back over your life, you see everything that he has already done, that you realize that he is worthy of recognition in your life, that he is worthy, amen, of your respect, that he deserves your praise. Amen. Have you ever known someone who you used to hang out with and they begin to get a little success and now they got amnesia and don't even know your name? If it hasn't happened, it will. And many people know God as long as they're in a struggle. As long as they have a need, as long as they need a breakthrough in their life. But the moment that they get the need met, they act like they ain't never known God before. They don't recognize him. They act like they don't need to praise him anymore. Amen. They don't need to worship him any longer because they got what they wanted. Amen. I made this statement before, but I'm going to say it again. Don't you dare beg God a minute longer than you're willing to worship him after he answers the prayer. Amen. If you aren't ready to praise him for six months after the answer comes, then don't be begging him for six months. Amen. If you're not willing to praise him for five minutes, then don't be asking him for five minutes. But let your praise be, amen, the same level as you seeking his face and asking him after he gives it to you. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Give him the honor and the respect for answering the prayer in your life. Amen. You didn't get here today by yourself. You haven't come here and, and been through all you've been through by yourself. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, your enemies would have already destroyed you. 
amen, it would have already taken you out and you wouldn't even have the breath to praise God today. But it's for the mercy of God. It's for the grace of God that he has brought us to where we are today. Amen. And David in Psalms 18, he said, praise God for delivering him from his enemies. David used the word worthy to describe God. Worthy is an old English word that means worth it. You're worth my clap. You're worth my dance. You're worth my emotions. You're worth my tears. Amen. When everyone else walked out on me, God stayed. When everyone else didn't understand me, God still did. Amen. When all I could do was cry and say, oh God, he loved me anyways. Amen. And if you believe he is worthy, you ought to give him a praise in your life today. Well, maybe we can do better than that when I get done. Number two, we praise because we are called to praise God. It's not a religious ritual. It is part of your calling. In 1 Peter 2 and 9, he said, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Amen. His own special people that you may show forth the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. He said he called you out of darkness and brought you into light so you could show forth his praise. Amen. This word here called in the Greek is an interesting word because it means in the Greek to invite or to call by name. So God is not just speaking here and saying, I invite everybody together to, to worship me. Amen. God is not saying this is a corporate invitation, but he says, I am inviting you to come out of your bondage personally. I am inviting you to come out of your struggle. I am inviting you to come out of your darkness and come into my light and begin to praise me for yourself. Amen. When I think about the God of the universe calling me by name, it causes something to turn over inside of me. That he knows me by my name. The government don't know me by my name. They know me by a number. People don't know you by your name. They know you maybe perhaps by your face or they know you by what you've done or your ability or your talent. They know you by a a plumber or they know you by a teacher. They know you by what you're gifted at. But how many really know you by your name? But God knows me personally today. The God of the universe that took all of this chaos and made cosmos out of it. The God that took all of the confusion and brought somehow together that we could have life and have it more abundantly. The God that is in control of this entire universe. And yet he knows me by name. He didn't just say everyone come and praise me. He said I have called you out of darkness He is calling me by name. Why so personal? Because no two snowflakes are the same. 
And no two people are the same. And no two people can bring the same praise. No one on this earth can praise God like you can praise God but you. No one can praise him for you. Amen. I cannot bring a Pastor Matt praise. I cannot bring a Jimmy praise. I cannot bring a David or a Sally praise because I have, God has not done for me what he has done for them. But they, on the other hand, cannot bring a Brian praise. All they can bring is a Jimmy or a Sally or a David praise because that is what God done for them personally. But I want to tell you, it is like the anointing oil. The anointing don't just come from one place, but it's the apothecary. It is the one that takes the five different fragrances and begins to mix them and blend them together that creates an anointing. And I want to tell you, when people will come into the house of God and they will bring their praise and they will bring their worship and they will thank God for what God has done for them. I want to declare to you it will create an anointing to begin to flow that will destroy every yoke, that will remove every burden and will bring hope and help to those who need it. Glory to God. You can't bring God a praise for something he hasn't done for you. So I'm not going to call you generically to me, but I'm going to call you personally to me and bring me your personal praise. Others can't understand your praise because they haven't been through what you've been through. But God is calling for your praise. This is my personal praise. You see, that's the reason why you can't get upset with people when they begin to praise God and they make you uncomfortable because you don't know the pain that they've been through to produce the praise that they have. But whenever you've been through the pain that they have, then you could understand the praise that they've got. But you haven't been through. Some of you uh, today have been set free from drugs and addiction and others of you have not. We cannot give a God a praise for deliverance of drugs and addiction if we haven't been brought through ourselves. Amen. Some of you have lost loved ones. Some of you have gone through tragedies in your family. And if you have not been through a tragedy and know that God will sustain you and keep you and help you, then you can't bring God that kind of praise. But I want you to know that when you bring God your personal praise, it'll begin to produce the blessing and the favor of God, not only upon your life, but those who are around you. Amen. We don't praise God because we have victory. Some people don't know how they're going to pay last week's bills, let alone this week's bills, but they chose that they're going to bless the Lord that they're going to praise God. But they have decided that God is worthy of their praise. Your praise has your story attached to it. Amen. It has, it has what you have been through. It has your DNA all over it. And nobody can praise God like you can praise God. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I need your praise. Praise, number three, praise transforms us. Man was not created to be worshipped. We honor gifts, but we don't worship men. 
Because you see, man was not created to be worshipped. And that's the reason why when people worship another person, they go crazy. Have you ever noticed how that that, uh, actors go crazy? Athletes go crazy. Preachers go crazy. Whenever folks start lifting them up and start worshiping them, they self-destruct. Why? Because man was not created to be worshipped. He cannot handle worship. I don't care if you've got a multi-billion dollars in the bank, you can't handle worship. It doesn't matter where you live, what you have been through. No man was created to receive worship. And so therefore, when man is started being exalted and worship, they will always self-destruct. That's the reason why we see all of these athletes, we see all of these actors, we see all of these people at the pinnacle of their life. And what do they do? They take their own life. They don't know how to handle all of this. Because praise and worship will change a man. But praise and worship will not change God. Because God was created to be worshipped. Praise and worship reveals God. It shows us who God is. And when worship is given, God will begin to change us. Amen. He will reveal himself to us. And when he is revealed for who he is in the midst of our praise and our worship, it will cause us to be changed as well. Jeremiah 2 and 5, thus saith the Lord, what unjust have your fathers found in me? That they would go far from me, have followed idols and have become idlers. God says, You went and worshipped idols and have become worthless just like them. Worthy means to be worth it. Worthless means less than. Anything that you worship or exalt before God is worth less than Him. Amen. There is nothing worth more than God. The Bible says they worshiped worthless idols and they became worthless themselves. Amen. What does this tell me? It tells me you will become like what you worship. You will become like what you worship. If you worship superficial things, you'll come to church more concerned about what you look like. You can become more concerned about what you drove up in and your zip code than you will about the God that you are to be serving. Amen. I've been blessed. And as I get older, thank God, uh, in Jesus' name, I'm going to continue to be blessed. Amen. And God's favor is upon my life. Amen. And I know it. And my future is brighter than my past. So you can't shout about my blessing now. You're going to hate me in the future, baby. Amen, because I'm going to keep on working what I got. And I'm going to keep on believing for the blessing and the favor of the Lord upon my life. And you ought to do the same. Amen, but I never want things to take the place of the one who gave me the things. Amen. You see, you can take my things. You can take my house. You can take my car. You can take all of those things that that, uh, I thank God for. But as long as I've got God, 
And as long as I've got his word, I can get it all back because he's the one that gave it to me in the first place. He's the one that has provided everything. Amen. And so I want to worship him because my goal is to become more like God. I want all of God is, is to manifest in my life. I want the healer to manifest in me. I want the provider to manifest in me. I want the deliverer to manifest in me. I want the way maker and the problem solver and the peace speaker and the joy giver and the marriage restorer and the cancer rebuker and the devil demon deliverer to show up in my life and be revealed through me that others can be set free and feel the joy and the strength of God. Amen. And so as I worship him, everything that he is begins to work through my life. Amen. He begins to be revealed in me. It's not I that live, but it's Christ that lives in me. And so therefore what Jesus done, I should be doing. And so let me just tell you this. If there is no manifestation of God in your life, then it tells me you're not worshiping him enough. Woo. I'm preaching better than you letting on today. Preach on pastor. Amen. Because if we want the manifestation, we will become like what we worship. And so if we are not seeing the manifestation of God in our lives, then it means to me that I am not worshiping him. I have not put him at first priority. I'm not giving him what he rightfully deserves. And so therefore, he is not manifesting as though I desire for him. The devil can't stop that. Amen? Nothing can stop that but me. So if he isn't showing up in your life big, you need to start worshiping him. You need to start bragging on him. When Renee wants me to do something, she starts bragging on me. Honey, could you come and get this jar off of the pickles? It's a little too tight for me, but I know you've been working out and you're so strong. Baby, could you come get this trash? It's just too heavy for me to get. Glory to God. Huh? I jump out of that lazy chair and put that Superman suit on. Look at these guns, baby. She don't look at me and say, you sorry thing, you so lazy, you ain't even worth feeding. She knows I say, mm, you ain't getting nothing. Just go on, woman. But when she starts bragging on me, come on, somebody. When she starts bragging on me, I, I, she brags on me until I begin to become what she needs me to be. Come on. And I want to tell you, if God isn't what you need him to be, you just need to start bragging on him until he becomes what you need him to be in your life. Amen. You start go to bragging on God and he said, oh, you say I'm a healer. I'll show you. Pie, you're healed. You need a way made. I am the way maker. I am the problem solver. I am the deliverer. You know that I am. And, and when you begin to praise him for that, he becomes what you desire him to be. 
Amen. Praise and worship manifest the presence of God. Do you realize that that there are sound waves in this building right now? TV signals are all through this room. Right? But we aren't listening to K-Love. We're not listening to gun watching gun smoke. Younger kids, I got to get me a new show because I've been told they don't know what gun smoke is. <laughs> but it's on. We have the ability right now in this room to listen to K-Love. We have the ability right now to turn, tune into television programs, right, in this room. But the reason that we are not listening or hearing them is because we're not tuned in to the frequency. We're not tuned in to the channel. And let me say to you that God is everywhere. That he is ever present help in the time of your need. But we have to learn how to tune in to what God is doing. And that's what our praise and our worship does. That's the reason why that people find God more in the church building where that worship is going on greater than they do at another place. Yes, he he is uh, on the street. He is at the corner. He is at your house. But we begin to focus on him. We begin to tune into him through our praise and through our worship. And we create an atmosphere that says we're looking for God. We're expecting God. We're believing. God, And when we do, we recognize his presence and his sovereignty. And we say, God, you really are worthy of our worship here today. Amen. I'm blessed to preach a good bit around. And I've been to some churches. I've been to some churches. If, you, if you're not thankful for the tabernacle, just come on with me. Amen. Just come on with me. I've been in some churches so dead you can smell the embalming fluid when you walk in the door. <laughs> it is the truth. I mean, they're so quiet you can hear a mouse tap dancing on cotton. <laughs> Amen. It, 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 and and it, it's to the point that it's disturbing. Because I'm wondering, what kind of God are you really serving? Now, I know some people, you know, they, they got different ideas about what how you should worship. I know people have different ideas. That's the reason we got different types of churches. Amen. But I want to tell you today that God does, does not manifest in religious gatherings. He does not re- register or show up because of ritual. But Psalms 22 says he inhabits the praise of his Israel. He inhabits the praise of his people. Just because you come to church does not guarantee you're going to have an encounter with God. Just because you come to this place does not mean that you're going to get what you need. But there is a guarantee that if you will praise him, if you will worship him, that he will inhabit your praise, that he will inhabit your worship. Amen. You see, the word of God here means, uh, this word inhabit means, to ambush God said I'm waiting on you to praise me and when you do I'm going to attack your praise 
Glory to God. I will ambush your praise with my presence. He didn't promise to attack because you come to church. He didn't promise you that he would ambush you because you went through the rigors of religion. But he promised that when you will open your mouth, when you will put your hands together, when you will give him praise, he said, I will ambush your praise. Hallelujah. That's the reason so many people come to church and they have no manifestation of God. Because people do not come and praise God. And God doesn't have anything to attack. Let me get a little more personal. You have, give, you have to give God something to ambush. My question is, have you given him anything to attack today? We don't understand the weapon of praise. And so therefore, we just go with our natural feelings. Amen. And we, when, our pray, when difficult times come, instead of us giving him praise, we get quiet. Amen. When you go through difficult times, we allow the difficulty to steal our praise. Amen. But you must understand, I don't praise God because everything is going good in my life. I praise him because I need him to ambush me. Amen. Someone said, well, I haven't felt anything. We have praise and worship all backwards. You, your praise is not a response to feeling something. Your praise is an invitation to God to show up and ambush your life. Glory to God. I know people say, well, I just don't feel nothing. It's just emotion. Amen. You don't feel something when, and then you uh, uh, feel something, then you worship. You worship and then you feel something. Amen. You praise him when you don't feel nothing in your life. If you haven't felt God, you need to praise him. Amen. If he has been dry and barren in the place that you are, you need to give him the crazy praise and just say right here in the middle of my mess, I'm going to lift you up and tell you how wonderful you are because God, I expect you to show up in my life. Glory to God. Amen. You need to praise him when nothing is happening, when nothing is going on. And when you do, God will ambush your praise. If you haven't felt anything in your life, you need to take the note that you need to praise him until you feel something. Amen. Praise him till you feel something. Praise him until he ambushes you. Praise him until he attacks your life with his presence. Amen. How many of you would like for God to ambush and take and attack something in your life? Amen. How many of you would like for him to ambush your home? Amen. To attack your family. Amen. To attack, praise God, your life and situations in your life. How do you get him to do that? When you praise him, he will ambush and attack your situation. Amen. There are some people that come and all they do is judge what's going on. Last time I checked, that wasn't your job. That was the Holy Ghost job. Well, I just didn't get nothing out of that. No, and you didn't give nothing either. 
You didn't give God nothing to ambush. You didn't even give him a smile, let alone a clap. Amen. Look like you're mad at the world. Come on, somebody. Don't have no joy. Look like you're sucking on dill pickles all day and then come up in here, act like you're mad at God. I want to tell you, you got to give God something to ambush. Amen. My praise is not determined. There's many times I don't come here and preach because I always feel like it. Yeah, I love it whenever I feel his anointing and the power. But I want to tell you, there are days when I come to this pulpit, I don't feel nothing. I know that ain't proper English, but you get the idea. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. But I know the word of God is true. And so I preach by faith the word of God. And as I preach by faith his word, I feel the anointing come and partner with what I'm doing. Amen. And we've got it all mixed up. We want to shout whenever we feel something. But baby, if you're going to ride the train down the backside of the mountain, you got to help me push it up the hill. Come on, somebody. we got to lift up his name and glorify him and give him some kind of praise and create an atmosphere for him to come and attack and ambush our lives. Glory to God. Amen. See, when we will praise him, God will ambush our life. Job's life was a mess. And he said, though they slay me, yet will I trust him. Amen. The Hebrew boys were in the fire of their life, but they didn't give up. They didn't say, oh, looky here. We worship God. Now look what it's brought to us. Amen. But they said, why don't we just go ahead and have a praise service right here? And they began to bless the Lord. And what did the king come and say? He said, did we not tie three men tied and bound in these fiery flames? But he said, I look in here and I see four men loose and walking around. And the fourth man looks like the son of God. Amen. They went to praising him, went to worshiping him and God ambushed their praise. I want to tell somebody today that God isn't afraid of your fire. He isn't afraid of your mess. If you'll go to blessing him right where you are, he'll step in the middle of it. He'll ambush your life and he'll give you joy and peace right in the middle of it. How would you praise him if you know he would ambush your praise? If you knew he would, your praise, he would attack it. Praise is not what I'm going to, I'm not going to praise him because of what I have. I'm going to praise him because of who he is. Amen. Praise until I feel something. Amen. If I stop short, then I know that I've shortcut God. Because when I praise him, he inhabits my praise. Inhabit also means to marry. I'm almost done. Inhabit means to marry. If you'll praise me, I'll marry myself to your praise. I've married a lot of people over the past few years. Pretty well got it memorized. Don't even have to go to Friday night tryouts. I know how it's going to go. Do you take this man, this woman, to be your wedded husband or wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward? For better, for worse, richer, for poor, sickness and in health, to love and to cherish until death do your part. 
And that's when they both look at me and I say, don't look at me, I'm already married. Look at them. God said this, he said, if you'll praise me, I'll marry myself to your praise. I will connect myself to you and I'll be there in riches and when you're poor. I'll be there when you're good and I'll be there when you're bad. I'll be there when you're healthy and I'll be there when you're sick. I'll love you. I'll honor and cherish you all the days of your life. And he promised us nothing shall separate us from the love of God. He said, neither tribulation nor distress, pearl, famine, nakedness, or strife. He said, nay, in all of these things, we are made more than conquerors through him that loved us. Glory to God. I'm telling you today, no matter what you go through in your life, God is married to you. Hallelujah. I said he is married to your praise. And if you will praise him, no matter where you are in your life or what you're going through, he will reveal himself. Amen. I know you've got a lot of contact numbers in that iPhone. You've got a lot of people that you can connect with. But I want to give you a contact number today. Amen. That you're going to need all of your life. It's one eight hundred praise and if you'll praise him he'll show up in your situation he'll show up in your clap he'll show up in your shout he'll show up in your dance whenever you're in troubled times just call 1-800 praise just bless the Lord at all times and his praise continue to be in your mouth and he will reveal himself in your life glory to God If you'll praise him, he'll run to where you are. He'll ambush you and he'll marry himself to you. Ain't nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing can separate you from his grace. Nothing can separate you from the mercies of the Lord. I don't know about you. But I'm glad he didn't say, if you could preach good, I'd ambush you. He didn't say, if you could be good enough, I'll ambush you. But he gave us something, brother and sister, so easy that all of us qualify. He said, if you'll praise me, Brenda, that don't mean if you can sing. It means that from the bottom of your heart, you begin to lift him up and glorify his name. Because the truth is, nobody can praise him like Brian Matthews can praise him. Nobody can praise him like David can praise him. Nobody can praise him like Sally or Judah or Jimmy can praise him. Your personal praise today, God is listening for How many has ever watched a mama in a house full of babies? And there can be 16 babies crying in that house. And that woman just sat there like nothing going on. Until, until 
their baby cries. And out of all of the chaos in that room, suddenly mama picks up the sound of her baby and gets up out of there and goes and sees what's going on. I want to tell you, God has an ear today that he understands and he hears your praise. And he's not looking just for Pastor Matt's praise. He's not just looking for the praise team's praise. He's listening for your praise today. He's listening for your worship today. And if he hears that, he will run to where you are. He will ambush that praise and he will marry himself to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Stand with me. I know everybody has a different perspective of what praise and worship is. I can promise you one thing that cannot differ. Praise is an action word. And you cannot do it without acting. Doing something. Everybody worships different. But everybody ought to worship. My grandpa frame, I probably told you this before, but I want to say it again. My grandpa frame, I never heard him raise his voice in church. Only when he was called upon to pray was the only time you would hear his voice. But I watched him many times he would lift his holy hands to a holy God and tears streamed down his face and he was worshiping the God of the universe. My grandma Matthews, now she was a different kind. She blamed it on being Cherokee Indian. But there was many times when they'd come and visit and Grandma Matthews, while they sing an amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. And I remember in that still, sovereign moment of worship, when everybody else was raising their hands and singing so beautiful. Suddenly there would come in the midst of it all a squall that sounded like I don't know what. And I would hear her begin to stomp her feet and get out in that aisle and dance before God with all of her might. While everybody else, now everybody knows when you're singing Amazing Grace, it's supposed to be real nice, right? You ain't supposed to shout in Amazing Grace. It's supposed to be reverent and quiet. But the same... God that Grandpa Frame was worshiping with his hands raised and tears streaming down his face was the same God that Grandma Matthews was dancing to amazing grace because she remembered where she was when his grace found her.
I'm not going to ask you to worship in a certain way. I'm not going to ask you to do this or do that. But I am going to ask you to be a worshiper. The church has become far too quiet. Amen. There's a lot of quiet churches. And if you want to go to a quiet church, then we'll try to help you find one. But I believe this ought to be a place where that we lift up the name of Jesus. Where that we give him some kind of praise. Where that we worship him and say, God, you're worth it. You're worth my clap. You're worth my shout. You're worth my time. You're worth my worship. And God, I've just come to glorify you today. I've come to praise your name and lift you up. Hallelujah. Everything isn't right in my life, but I need you to come and ambush my praise. I need you to come and marry yourself to my worship because I need you in my life. Not just on Sunday mornings, but it needs to be a lifestyle. Amen. If you can't sing, get you a CD and put in. And on your way to work, just worship God. Just practice His presence and say, God, you are worthy of my praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know this isn't for everybody, but somebody today, you're going through a difficult time and you really need God to show up in your life. Amen. He's worth your time. He's worth your life. Maybe you're here today and you don't know him as your personal savior. I want to tell you today, he deserves your life because if you, if it weren't for him and his mercy, you wouldn't be alive today. But it's because of his grace. Maybe you love him with your whole heart, but there's some areas of your life you just need him to ambush. God, I can't do nothing about it. And I just want you to ambush my life. And I'm going to give you some praise today. I'm going to give you worship today. Hallelujah. If the Holy Spirit's touching your heart, ministering to you in any of those areas, I want you to come quickly today. And I just want us this to be heaven's throne today. God's throne. And we're at his footstool. And I just want us to give him the praise that he is worthy of this morning. Will you do that? Hallelujah. You just want him to ambush your life. You just want him to move in. You want him to minister to you today. I want you to come. Amen. And give him your praise. Give him your worship. And allow him to minister to you this morning. Let's do it quickly this morning. In the name of the Lord.